0: Good morning po sa ating lahat.
1: Good morning.
0: Tayo po lahat tayo. tayo, Let's all stand in the presence of our God this morning. Sino masaya at nandito kayo ngayong umagang ito? Sabi niyo sa katabi niyo, makuwala sa katabi, sa harapan. Sabi niyo, masayang masaya ako at nandito ka ngayong umagang Let's all bow our heads in prayer. Father God in heaven, Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this wonderful day that you have given us. Lord, indeed, this is the day that you have made, O God, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Lord God, for the gift of life. And Lord Jesus, thank you for this time, O Lord, that you have given us to gather together and worship, Lord Jesus, and learn from you, hear from your words. Dear God, before we do so, Lord, we come before You and ask for forgiveness for all our sins. Lord Jesus, lahat po ng mga Lord God, and those that we have omitted to You. Lord, we ask for forgiveness. Thank You, Lord God, for Your grace and Your mercy. And today, God, we just want to celebrate Your love, Your goodness, Your faithfulness in our lives. Father God, may we be able to worship You in spirit and in truth and with everything that we are, O Lord. With all of our strength, with all of our might, with all of our lives, O God, may we be able to worship you and lift your name on high. Lord, all of this we ask, O Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. Sino excited mag-worship sa ating Panginoon ngayong umaga? Sabi mo sa sarili mo, God is the strength
1: of my heart.
0: Sabi mo sa katabi mo, God is the strength of your heart. Natin yon. And let it be a song that really speaks to us that God is the strength of our hearts. Ready, na ba kayo? Yeah. Let's worship the Lord. Jesus, for your never-ending faithfulness, O God, that each and every day, O Lord, your mercies are new, and that your faithfulness, O God, never fails.
1: This is what. Faithful God
0: Thank you so much. Refuge and strength an ever-present help in trouble Therefore we will not fear Though the earth give way And the mountains fall into the heart of the sea Though its waters roar and foam And the mountains quake with their surging The Lord Almighty God of Jacob is our force. before your holy throne, O oh God. Be pleased, O oh Lord, with our offerings today. All glory to you, O oh God. And everybody with thankful hearts, let us all say, Amen, baby. Amen. Baga tayo, mong pausabi mo sa katabi mo, God is faithful. Ayo okay,
2: po'y makakaupo na. isang magandang umaga sa atin lahat. Ayan, batiin mo 'yung katabi mo ngayon, sabi mo good morning. Good morning. Oh, so, ayan, this morning I'd like to welcome bilay mga old faces, pati mga bagong faces and all all those who are you all those who are watching. Uh, at our Facebook live later, ba? Or, or now kung live, siya. we'd like to welcome you all to our Sunday service. And today we get to continue our series, our series for the whole month of May, uh, our anniversary series entitled Always Full. Ba? So last week uh, we talked about uh, joyful, today we we'll be talking about being faithful. What does it mean to become a faithful Christian, ba? Uh uh, tomorrow's, kami mag we'll be celebrating our 13th year. 13 years married. Eh, habang inisip ko, 13 years, di ba? and more to come. 13 years. What's the secret nga naman? Di ba? What is the secret Secret to a long and lasting happy marriage? Di ba, isip ako, 13 years is a long way. To other couples na mahaba, 13. Ko, bang what does it mean to become a faithful husband? What does it mean to become a faithful wife? Or what does it mean to become a faithful spouse? Ko, there, was, there, was, there was an article that I read in 2005. There was this couple by the name of... Uh, I forgot the name. Uh, Florence and 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 Percy Arrowsmith. Yun yung, yung pangalan ng couple ney. They were awarded in 2005 by the Guinness World Book, uh, Guinness World Record for the longest marriage. Alam mo ilang taon sila mag asawa Manolo? 80 years. Sana all, diba? Sana all 80 years. Hindi lang yung longest marriage, pati yung uh, pinakamahaba na pagpinagsama mo'y age sila mag-asawa 205 wow diba eh before they, before they died in 2000 before they died a couple of years before pero namatay na sila yon before they died they were they were they were able to give us good advice sabi ng mga tanong do what's the secret to a long and lasting marriage babes talagang tinanong sila paano kayo umabot ng 80 years 80, tas kami 13 years, bukas pa, an layo pa ng tatahakin namin, di ba? Madami pang away, madami pang, uh, madami pang gabi na matutulog ako sa sala, na ba? Mga di ba? Madami pang beses, maguwi ka ng pansit at shop, So, what is the secret to a long and lasting marriage? Sabi ng babae, eh, Florence went on to answer, sabi, the secret to a long and lasting marriage is never going to bed angry. Dapat palagi inaayos within the day. If you have quarrels, which is normal, ayusin niyo agad. Be never afraid to say sorry. Diba? pa? gandang advice eh. Pag, pag to those young couples out there and pag balak niyo mag-asawa, ba Dapat ready daw kayo. Ready kayo mag-apologize. It's, it, it doesn't matter who's right and wrong pag mag kayo. You are one. So dapat yun, it takes humility para mag-sorry ka, ba? Para maayos na kagad yung relationship. Then they ask the husband, they asked the husband, si Percy, what is the secret kung yun yung sabi na asawa mo? Ano naman para sa'yo? Yung secret ng isang maganda at pangmatagalan na marriage. Then Percy answered with just two words. Two words, Jorceline. Dalawang salita lang sabi niya. The secret to a long and lasting marriage is saying, yes, dear. Yun lang daw sa lahat ng bagay. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. Yun daw yung sikreto. Oh, si Manolo, meron na siyang gagamitin. Yes, dear. ba? Yes, dear. Yun daw yung sikreto na isang pangmatagalang marriage. But as I look back, inisip ko in 13 years, was it the time that we frequently went out on dates? Was it the time na being faithful ba? Ibig nung pagbigay ng mga regalo sa birthday niya, pagpasko, and all those important occasions. Being faithful what does it mean to be a faithful husband, to be a faithful wife, to be a faithful spouse? Does it mean pushing your spouse to be more Christ-like? For them to build a better relationship with God? There are a that I was thinking in the back of my mind. A better question would be, what does it mean to be a faithful Christian? As we go on our second leg of our series, Always Full, in, in, in which we get to talk, uh, talk about being faithful. What does it mean to be faithful? Lagi natin nakikinig yun, faith, let faith arise. Pero ano bang ibig sabihin ng pagiging faithful? Are we faithful to God? Today as we look upon our passage of Scripture, my prayer is that as we look upon the life of Joseph, we get to see a model of what it means to live a faithful life. Today's message Ah, uh, Ayan, today's message, wow, di ba? is entitled, di po siya tatalon. Pag, pag tinignan nyo na matagal, siguro, di ba? <laughs> today's message is entitled, Faith in spite of fear. All of us are afraid of something. One way or another, mayroon tayong mga uh, kinatatakutan. But will we allow uh, ourselves to have faith despite the fear that we have? That our faith in God would be more than the fa- fear that we experience every day? This passage of scripture will be taken from Genesis chapter 39. It's a bit long. My prayer is that if you look upon this word that the Lord has given us today, may it be a model for us of what it means to live a faithful life. So na, let's jump into our word today because uh, it's a bit long and I hope you would bear with me as we get to uh, look upon God's word today. So if you have your Bibles with you today, we invite you to all, all to open your Bibles to Genesis chapter 39. Genesis chapter 39, verses 1 to 23. Yeah, so Genesis chapter 39, verses 1 to 23. It's a bit long, pero uh, I believe our passage today is very rich in context, it's very rich in lesson. So and may I invite everybody who can stand up and read to uh, please join me as we give honor to the reading of God's Word this morning. So Genesis chapter 39. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard, brought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him there. The Lord was with Joseph, and he prospered and he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, Joseph favor found in his eyes and and became his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household, and he entrusted to his care everything he owned. From the time he put him in charge of his household, household, and all of that he owned, the Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian because of Joseph. The blessing of the Lord was on everything Potiphar had, both in the house and in the field. So he left Joseph, he left in Joseph's care everything he had, with Joseph in charge. He did not concern himself with anything except the food he ate. Now Joseph was well-built and handsome. And after a while, his master's wife took notice of Joseph and said, Come to bed with me. But he refused. With me in charge, he told her, My master does not concern himself with anything in the house. Everything he owns, he has entrusted to my care. No one is greater in the house than I am. My master has withheld nothing from me except you, because you are his wife. How then could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? And though he spoke to Joseph day after day, he refused to go to bed with her or even be with her. One day he went in the house to attend his duties, and none of his household servants was inside. She caught him by his cloak and said, Come to bed with me. But he left his cloak in, cloak in her hand and ran out of the house. When she saw that he had left his cloak in her hand and had run out of the house, she called She called her household servants. Look, she said to them, This Hebrew has been brought to us to make sport of us. He came in here to sleep with me, but I screamed. When he heard me scream for help, he left his cloak beside me, And put him in prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. While But while Joseph was in the prison, the Lord was with him. He showed him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. So the warden put Joseph in charge of all those held in the prison. And he was made responsible for all that was done there. The warden paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care because the Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did. Join me as we pray. Heavenly Father, today, we thank you for the life of Joseph, that as we meditate and look deeper upon your word, O Lord, Lord, today may your word come alive. May it speak to us personally, and may may we take home a message that we can apply in our daily lives. Father, today, lead us, O Lord, Father. Illuminate us. Guide us, O Lord, Father, as we study your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated. The story of Joseph, di ba, uh, If you have, kung lumaki kayo sa Sunday school, this story is not new to you. Kung baga, lahat, pala, halos lahat ito, siguro, memorize yun na yung kwento ni Joseph. But the story of Joseph starts in chapter 37. Ito, medyo gitna and goes up to uh, chapter 50. So it's a long story regarding only one person by the name of Joseph. Today, we'll be cutting into the middle. Hindi no middle, but in a significant part of Joseph's life so where we get to see God's hand in his life. But if we get to jump. Hindi na siya binenta into slavery. Hindi na siya uh, uh, pinakitang patay na sa kanilang tatay. Kaagad-agad na binenta nito sa bahay ni Potiphar. So that's where we'll be picking up today this morning as we look upon Joseph's life. Now, Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. Egypt. Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard, brought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him there. So Joseph, imagine the transition from Joseph being the son of a wealthy person, tapos being sold into slavery. Hindi hindi to pang overnight, uh, biglang nagbagoy kanyang kapalaran. From being rich to being a slave. It's not, hindi lang ganun yung pang-isip mo, ah medyo madali yata, yun na kasi uh, mayaman, tas bilang mahirap. Pero yung nangyari pa kay, kay, kay Joseph, he had to adjust culture. He was a Hebrew. Tas biglang dito, dinala, dinala siya sa Egypt. So imagine the change of even atmosphere, the change of environment rather, that he had to adjust to. Pero throughout our passage of scripture, we wouldn't even hear Joseph complain hindi mo sabi, ano tong buhay na binigay niyo, Lord? Palagi kitang sunusunod, tapos ito, ibebenta at ibibenta lang pala ako. You wouldn't hear Joseph complain, but rather you would see his obedience and reliance on God's sovereignty. He knows that God is still in control regardless of whatever happens in his life here. O, oh, pagtingin mo dito, a normal person who would read this passage of scripture, gabi naman yung ni Joseph, parang, from being at the top, tapos bottom, 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 hanggang hindi pa matapos eh, yung kanyang kapalaran. Especially here in chapter 39. But if you look at it closer, you would see the hand of God in its simplest ways, being with Joseph. It's very true yung sa verse 2, nung sabi niya, the Lord was with Joseph. Throughout his whole life, the Lord was with Joseph. How today you can lose your job? You can lose your health. You can lose your money in the bank. You can lose those around you. You can lose your loved ones. But if there's one thing you cannot lose, it's God. You cannot lose Him. You will forever have Him once you have accepted Him in your life. And that's, that's so much assurance in my heart. Now when I get to read this passage of scripture in verse 2, says, the Lord was with Joseph. It's as though the Lord is also speaking to me na gusto ng Diyos, and the Lord is with you, Jumar. And the Lord is with you, Tita How At times we feel lost, did you ever feel that? At times you feel alone. At times you feel helpless, lalo in this world that we, that we walk in everyday. At times feeling mo, it's me against the world. Napang lahat kontra na lang There's so much assurance and there's so much lesson to know that the Lord is with you. This, itong simple-simple. Eh. It wasn't by coincidence that Joseph was sold to the house of Potiphar. Out of all those people there na pwedeng ibenta yung isang alipin na si Joseph, eh, he was sold to the house of Potiphar. Napagtingin mo eh, gabi naman, napaka sama naman nangyari. Pero hindi mo pa nakikita eh. But when you get to see the whole perspective, you would get to see the hand of God. Na umpisa pa lang eh, if you read uh, from the start of chapter 37, you would see God's hand in his life. Di una, binalak pa lang siyang patayin ng mga kanyang mga kapatid eh. Then all of a sudden, one of his brothers by the name of Reuben, nasabi niya, "Wag na lang natin siyang patayin. Ibenta na lang natin siya. By coincidence? Hindi I believe it was still God's hand in the life of Joseph. Na imbis na patayin siya, ibenta na lang siya. Na nung naisip nila i-benta, eh, biglang nagkataon, may mga dumadaan na traders eh, na talagang napaisip nila, o nga, i-benta lang natin sa kanila. Na those traders happened to pass by Egypt, which was later, which were, wherein we later find out that Joseph was sold to the house of Potiphar. Pag-tima eh, talaga bang nagkataon? O talagang plinano ni Lord? I would like to believe that everything that happens in your life today, good or bad, is planned by God to the dot. Alam ni Lord, lahat ng nangyayari sa buhay niyo, bagamat sobrang paiti, it's still part of His big and perfect plan for you. The question is, do you see His hand in your life? Joseph, pwede naman magmukmuk eh. Hindi ba din pa? Pwede naman siya, yan, benta na lang ako, dito na magpakamatay na lang ako. Total, wala naman ng plano si Lord sa buhay ko eh. But he went on. He went on and went on until promotion and promotion until he saw why like those, all those things had to happen in his life. The Lord was with Joseph, so he prospered and he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him, that the Lord had gave him success in everything he did, Joseph found favor in the eyes and became his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household and he entrusted to his care, everything he owned. Imagine, isang masamang pangyayari, but because you believe that God's hand is there, I mean, it turned out to be something good. I mean, slave na nga, na-promote pa siya, he was in charge of everything. I mean, I mean, from just being a slave, ngayon, head slave na siya. I mean, he was in a position better than most slaves out there. Of the favor that God was with him, na ibig sabihin nun eh, yung statement dun na, blessed yung pamamahay ni Potiphar, dahil andun si Joseph. Can you say the same thing in your office, in your house, in your workplace? That my workplace is blessed, my household is blessed, because I am here, because I am a representative of God in their life. Iba okay, baka baliktad? Kau yung pagpumasok sa office, nako dyan na naman siya. O, uwi na sana. Magsasama kami ng ilang oras eh. Or you're that person that when you enter the room, it lights up. That everybody's so happy because you are there. Pang tahimik nyo, pang the other kayo ha. Parang kayo yung pagpumasok, dumidilim lahat eh, di ba? Na lahat, pinagchichismisan kayo pag dumating kayo. And that's the effect. That's the Joseph effect. That, that's the effect if you have God in your life. You shine. You have a natural shine in your life that people can't help but notice. Why does he excel in everything that he does? Not by talent, not by skill. I believe it's because of the grace of God that lives in our life. So from the time he was put in, he put him in charge of his household and of, and all of that he owned, the Lord blessed the house of the Egyptian because of Joseph. The blessing of the Lord was on everything Potiphar had, both in the house and in the field. So Potiphar left everything he had in Joseph's care. With Joseph in charge, he did not concern himself with anything except the food he ate. You see, you see the trust that Potiphar gave to Joseph? Lahat eh. Mo, may tao ka bang ganun sa buhay mo ngayon? Yung isipin mo lang, kakainin mo? Diba how you wish? Na, you, diba Daisy, how you wish may na ganun? Yung wala ka nang kailangang isipin, Kuya Jumar sa banko, pag pupasok mo eh, Sir, tapos na pala to, na-review ko na po lahat ng assets, ito na po, pipi lang po. ba sana all may ganong tauhan? Naisipin mo lang, ikakainin mo, pa uh, ano po gusto niyong kainin? Yun lang tanong niya everyday. Pagtanong mo eh, nagawa mo na po, opo, nahugasan ko lang po yung kotse mo, lahat. Di ba, wow, perfect employee. Sigo, that's why Potiphar gave his whole trust. Bira lahat ng meron ako, it's entrusted to you. Ganong kataas. Alipin ka man, pero yung care. That tells something of what you do. That tells something of who you are as a person. Now, Joseph was well-built and handsome, di ba? O, parang tayo lang, di And after a while, while his master's wife took notice of Joseph and said, come to bed, with me. Ito na yung parang, ito na yung climax. Diba, most of the time, everything is going smoothly in your work, in your life. Parang, Lord, thank you. Blessing after blessing. Everything is good. Tapos biglang, something happens in your life. Something cuts the momentum. Yan story. bigla na lang eh. Every day, naging routine na. Routine na yung ni Joseph. Makakala nyo kasi nung nangyayat ni Joseph, makakala nyo isang buwan lang, mula alipin siya. Joseph was sold into slavery. I believe by the age of 17. 17 lovely. And after, our, if we look upon our passage of scripture here, later, we'll be found in jail because of what he did. No, he interpreted the, the dream of Pharaoh, he was 30 years old. So two years in prison, 28. So you can imagine, this happened 11 years in the making. His story didn't come overnight success. Hindi yung, dahil the Lord was with him, eh, binenta siya, bukas mayaman na siya, bukas head na siya it took years 11 years misa kasi we think when the lord is with us eh wow promotion lahat lahat eh automatic eh but the passage of scripture the bible clearly said then the lord will bless the works of your hands kung si lord nasa side you pag tinanong ni lord ano yung be bless ko ah uh, wala po kasi nakahilata lang every day wow Then you expect to become blessed the lord money won't come raining to so us christian sana diba dorselin pag ganon pag christian di lahat sana tayo Christiano. every sunday po uulan po ng pera kaya ready niyo na po yung mga bayong at payong ninyo di ba pag papala pag papala lahat tayo nasa lamesa saluhin natin yung mga barya mga coins ganun ba the lord would always say and i will bless the works of your hands at the end of the day the lord will ask you what will i bless Ano pagwala? Nga, nga This thing that happened to Joseph was 11 years in the making. Sweat and blood. He earned and gained the trust of Potiphar with not only the big things that he did around the household, but even to the little things that he did. I have to believe he started, hindi naman in charge of everything eh. nag siya tagabuhat, tagawalis, and everything but he ended up being in charge of almost everything. Where are you in your walk today? you look upon your life? O nga naman, no? Do I see me progressing? Do I see the hand of God in my life today? So as we move on further to our passage of Scripture, ito na, yung, ito na yung million dollar question, di ba? then all of a sudden, the wife of Potiphar told Joseph, di ba, come to bed with me. Tutal, ikaw naman yung nagmamay-ari sa lahat ng pagmamay-ari ni Potiphar. Baka pwede, pati ako. Ayusin mo na rin. Di ba? Wow, di ba? Joseph would have said, yes ma'am. Right? At your service, di ba? Potiphar's wife was Egyptian. And during this time, if you read uh, literature or history, Egyptian women are beautiful. I Parang, pag mo, parang Miss Universe, di ba? Lately, did you watch Miss Universe? Free pageant? Hindi. Oh, sana may TV lahat, di ba? Imagine mo, Miss Universe yung ganda, tapos sabi niya sa'yo, come to bed with me. How do you feel, di ba? Ito na yung chance ko. Ito na yung promotion, Lord. Di ba? Once and for all. Ito na pala yung reward ko, Lord. Di ba? Ano si Joseph? Joseph was handsome and well-built. See, imagine, ba Six-pack. Habang nagpupunas sigo na mga nagpader kasi he was alone. pupuna siya na mabader. Yung pawish niya tumutulo. Diba? Tapos si Potiphar, nakita niya, ba Wow, grabe. Chocolate na chocolate si... Siyempre, slave eh. Nasanay sa init, sigo talagang tall, dark, and handsome. Diba? Yung dark niya talagang moka. <laughs> Mokang moka. Diba? E eh, si Potiphar, sabi, yun yung hilig ko eh. Diba? mocha he said, niya, come to bed with me. This was the million dollar statement said to Joseph. And Joseph, di ba most of us today when it comes to temptation eh, kaya nga temptation kasi nakakaakit eh. Wala naman temptation na pangit eh. Diba? Bakit pa tinawag na temptation pag pangit, di ba? Nakakit ako kasi sobrang pangit siya eh. Oh, wala kang makinig na ganun eh. Kaya tinawag na temptation kasi it's something enticing it's something so pleasurable and when the the wife of potiphar said come to bed with me so amazing in verse 8 but he refused right there and then he refused this in sa passage of scripture na si joseph pagisipan ko nga di ba ano oras kay uwi si amo pwede yata but he refused right then and then he refused With me in charge. He told her, My master does not concern himself with anything in the house. Everything he owns, he has entrusted to my care. No one is greater in this house than I am. My master has withheld nothing from me except you. Though he he knew his authority, he knew also his place. He knew what was right and wrong in the eyes of God. He said, except with you because you are his wife. How then could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? You see, pagdating kay Joseph, sin is sin, period. No negotiations, Beverly. Sin is sin, period. Hindi na sinabing, Lord, one time lang. Sa next, hindi ko na gagawin, promise. Lord, tikman ko lang, promise. For him, he knew that sin was sin and sin is evil. Sin is not from God. That's why he knew from the very start Kenong sinabi yun. He refused. Hindi niya sinabi, hindi siya tumayo doon at sinabi niyang, tignan ko, gano'ng katagal kaya yung and, th- and, and And though she spoke to Joseph day after day, he refused to go to bed with him, to go to bed with her rather, or even to be with her. This didn't happen only once. Di ba, maganda pag isa lang eh, di okay ka na. Pero sinabi sa pasyo, Scripture Sheila, day after day. isipin e inuulit eh talaga everyday, inaakit siya ng asawa ni Potiphar. Sigo, una, naka, naka sleeveless, di ba kasi mainit, Daisy? Yung next day eh, ano kayo, nakatwalya lang siya. Ano kayo, next na suot niya, di ba, unti-unti, Joseph, ka dito, may utos ako. Pero galing si Joseph eh, di ba, iniwasan niya eh. Yung even the occasion just to be with her, he knew for the fact Hindi mo sinabi, tignan ko, ang ko katagal kayang tisin. When it comes to temptation, do not test it. Believe me. Matatalo kayo pag sinubukan yung itest. One day, he went into the house to attend to his duties and none of the household servants was inside. Ako, dun dun dun, dun Parang talagang pinagtagpo, pero hindi tinadhana. She caught him, she caught him by his cloak Nahuli niya si Joseph and said, Come to bed with me. Siguro ilang beses na niya sinabi tong line na to. But he left his cloak in her hand and ran out of the house. You see, when it comes to temptation, the first thing you are about to do is to run. Jesus in me. Kaya ko yan. I am greater. The moment you think so highly of yourself, yun yung downfall mo eh. Do not even test. See what, Joseph? Then he flee. Tinakbuhan niya yung temptation. Joseph, being a faithful and godly man, ran away from temptation. When she, saw the ha- when she saw that he had left his cloak in her hand and had run out of the house, she called her household servants. Look! She said to them, This Hebrew has been brought to us to make sport of us. He came here to sleep with me, but I screamed. When he heard me scream for help, he left his cloak beside me and ran out of the house. She kept his cloak beside, beside her until his master came home. You see how she fabricated the story? Kasi hindi na ko yung gusto niya eh. Sinabi niya lang niya na, ganito na lang, parang maganda-ganda. Ayaw mo, ayaw mo, mag, ayaw mo matulog kasama ko? Sige. Parang, inakusahan niya si Joseph na parang pumasok sa kwarta upang halayin siya. But Joseph, sa sigurong sasobang pagmamaladali nung hinawakan yung kanyang lower garment, yung kanyang cloak, eh, nabitawan niya. Hindi na naisip na, ako rin ko muna. Mapahiram po. so nakuha niyo yata. Right then and then, he left. And for the wife of Potiphar, that was enough evidence to be presented to her husband. Tignan natin ano sasabihin na ng asawa ko pagdating niya. Then she told him of this story, that Hebrew slave you brought us. si yung noon eh. pag slave, you're not considered a person. You're considered part of their property. si even yung name eh, it's no more significant sa kanila. That slave, that Hebrew slave you brought us, yung tingin sa kanya talaga alipin, yung tingin sa kanya parang property, part of his property. Brought to us, yeah. came to me and came to me to make sport of me, but as soon as I screamed for help, he's, he left his cloak beside me and ran out of the house. When his master heard the story, his wife told him, saying, this is how your slave treated me. He burned with anger. Any person, pag ganun narinig mo, talagang magagalit ka eh. Siyempre, mo yung asawa mo. Pero do you think he believed his wife? Ako no, yung nabang binabasa ko, napaisip ako eh. Naniwala kaya siya sa sinabi ng kanyang asawa? He knew, if there was somebody in the house who knew Joseph the best, I believe it was Potiphar. Kaya niya ka pinagkatiwala, hindi lang sa sa niyang ari-ari yan, pero sa lahat ng kanyang pagmamayari. He knew who Joseph was. He knew that Joseph was a person of character. He knew that Joseph was a person of integrity. That's hearing this from his wife, sinabi niya, of all those 11 years. there are certain people in your life na pang imagine na kaya nilang gawin 'yon. If you look up on our passage of scripture, Joseph's master, Joseph's master took him and put him in person. Isip mo, naniwala siya. I'd like to see how God was moving the life of Joseph, on how he has been moving the life of Joseph to Potiphar. Alam mo, pwede naman during that time eh, sa ganong sa ganong ginawa ng Alipin mo, yung kahapat dapat sa don Jasper, hindi pagpapreso'y eh. kamatayan. But you see how 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 Potiphar twisted everything. Sabi niya, sigi lagay mo na nate sa bilangguan, and not just any other bilangguan, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. I believe pagdating sa prisoners ng king, eh, medyo mas social, mas elevated. Hindi sila yung talagang selda, selda uno, o kaya talagang madilim, basa. Ito something, to it still a person, pero ito something better. You see, I mean, even up to today, you can see, even up to now rather, you can still see the hand of God moving in the life of Joseph na kahit sa pagpreso, binigay pa rin sa kanya yung best na preso. But while Joseph was there in prison, the Lord was with him. He showed him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. Imagine, no, nasa preso ka na nga bini eh. binibless ka pa rin ni eh, Lord. Oh, Diba, sino sa gusto gawin niyo? Gusto ganun yung buwan niyo. Everything that you do, you can see the Lord's hand in your life. Ama, nakikita mo, kasi kahit anong gawin mo, you will be blessed. Ultimo, magbenta ka lang ng, siguro, magbenta ka lang ng dili sa palengke, palaging ubus yung benta mo eh. Diba, pang ganun eh. Even the simplest things God can make so great because the difference lies on who is with you in, in, the, in the things that you do. So the warden put Joseph in charge of all those, of all those held in prison. <clears throat> all those held in prison. And he was made responsible. And He was made responsible for all that was done there. You see, a familiar line again. Ganun nangyari mula sa bahay ni Potiphar because of God's hand in the life of Joseph. He was promoted. Now he was back in prison because of God's moving in his life. He was yet again promoted. The warden paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care because the Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did. Others would see Joseph in prison as a tragedy, as a trial, as a bad thing that happened in his life. But you see the difference if the Lord is with you? These bad things that happen in your life can be turned upside down. It can be actually turned for your favor. The difference lies on who is with you. Is the Lord with you today? Today we started with the question, what does it mean to be a faithful Christian? Now as Joseph as our model today, what does it mean to be a faithful, uh, faithful Christian, aligning it with the life of Joseph? First of all, being a faithful servant means flourishing, I know mean, it means flourishing, means Before that palay,an diba? So, I would like that we started with the title, Faith in Spite of Fear. And most of us, in our Christian walk, we have this fear, diba? Did you ever have this fear Now, I am making no progress. You've been going to church for how many years? You've been doing your devotion, uh, attending Bible study, giving your tithes. Diba? If you look upon your life today, pang nakita mo walang progress. Pang you're back at square one, even lower. Listen, those are the fears that we have that takes, that rubs off of the faith that Jesus Christ or God has given to us every day. And today at times you feel that you are making no progress. Look at whose hand is working in your life. bagamat matingan mo na kahit ka tagal ka na kristyano at walang nangyari sa buhay mo eh, baka kala mo, baka kala mo wala eh, believe me that the God who began a good work in you would be faithful to complete it until the time of Jesus Christ. God is on the move. God is doing something in your life today. So today's reminder is to flourish in spite of the unfavorable outcomes. Is to continue to grow despite you not seeing anything is you believing and having faith that God is doing something behind the scenes. That though you've been working for 10 years in iniintay mo yung one promotion, God is still moving in your life today. Di mo lang nakikita kung papano niya hinuhubog at inaayos yung mga bagay-bagay na nangyayari sa buhay mo for you to become the person you are in today. Today, continuously grow. You need to be "Flourish, continue to grow, despite the things that are happening around you." Diba maganday nangay nangyayari pandemic after pandemic. uh, I don't know, broken relationships, diba financial problems. I don't know what you've been going through today. But being faithful means flourishing, means continue to grow. How about you, Mama? Grow because you have faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. You have faith in the One who has begun a good work in you. And that's what it means to become faithful. Is to continue. Joseph, in our passage of Scripture, didn't begin with the best position. Eleven years in the making. But everything that was given to him, from being a slave to being a prisoner, he valued it. He continuously grew in whatever situation that he was placed unto. Di tayo eh, ma lang, o tayo mawala ng taba, pang wala na tayong gana sa buhay eh. But God is telling you to continuously grow, continuously believe. Believe that I am with you. That the Lord is with you. Colossians 3.23 Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord and not for human masters. It, 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 spells so, it spells so much a difference. you term na to God be the glory? Yun yun eh. But everything you do, you do it for God. Not for your boss. But you do it because you love to serve God that He deserves all the glory. Whether you do the simplest things to the biggest things, give God the glory and do it as though you are doing it for God. Ah, A quote by Lisa, a Turkish went on to say, God will always do great things with people who are willing to be faithful in the small things. You have to start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. Where is your somewhere? I started off, uh, kumbaga, since 13 years. So, 13 years. I've been also 13 years in ministry. You know, age din ng, age na age. Anniversary na yung mag din age queen ministry. 13 years. I didn't start off preaching. I didn't start off being a pastor. I started off, San Kuya Jumar, I started off counting money. Yun yung isa kasi nakita nila eh. Accountancy, graduate, working in a bank. So sabi niya, siguro ito mag- magaling magbilang ng pera. Pero hindi lahat mo. Hindi lahat nang nagtatrabaho sa banko ko ng pera. If there's one thing I did not do in the bank, it was hold money. Diba ironic? Tas kung saan ako nilagay ni Lord eh, tagabilang ka lang ng pera. Gabi sa bank ko nga, hindi, hindi ko to ginagaw. Ginagaw ito ng mga teller eh. But I had to be faithful in the little things. Counting money, counting coins, tas after ko magbilang, may dalawa pang magche-check kung tama yung ginawa ko. Habiguan, niwala ham, accountant si 4 years, board passer. I know what I'm doing. Dibaw, double niyo kailangan i-check, 100% tama 'yan. Bago nyo pa i-double check, na double check na, triple check ko na. It's just so humbling situation to know what it means to work at the bottom. Para pagdating mo sa taas eh, when you when you when you get promoted by God, you know what it feels, you know what they're doing. Pwede mong sabihin na alam ko 'yung ginagawa mo eh see once in my life, I did the same. A famous preacher by the name of uh, Charles Spurgeon. You know him, is Charles Spurgeon. You can Google it. You can type it later. Charles Spurgeon, one time, every time he preaches at London, during the Lord's Day, during Sunday, thousands gather there. Imagine what thousands? Hundreds pa lang na, 500. Nakakalula na. To see 500 people listening to you. What more for thousands? mo na eh. Ganun na siya kalite eh. Yung tao na dun eh. Di mo kung nag kung sang banda dun eh. That's what thousand means like. But Charles Spurgeon went on to say, I didn't start off preaching to thousands of people. Where he started? He started off distributing leaflets, yung misalets. Doon siya eh. He had to start somewhere. Then the next duty, after a couple of years, you know where he was sent? He was sent to a barrio where he had to preach to like 20 to 30 people. He went on to say, I wouldn't be in front of you today speaking to thousands if I wasn't faithful to preach even to hundreds or even to tens, 15 people. Today, where are you located today? Employee, boss, just a student. But God is telling you to be faithful in whatever position He has placed you today in. Because if you're faithful with the little things, God will one day promote you with so much more. I remember a while ago, last week we launched our community pantry. Last week, last of launching, soft launching. Soft-launching at the jingle last week, no community pantry. We catered to at least 33. 33 to 35 families. Kasi yun yung kaya eh. 33 to 35. That's a lot. Para sa amin, eh, yung 33 na tao, huwag ang kami. Mula yung construction workers sa kabilang pumila, mga, oh, mga senior citizen. Uh, there was a uh, grab driver or food panda driver na biglang huminto para kumuha ng kumuha ng goods. ba? 35 people. Sabi ko ko 35, grabe nakakalula na. Today, we will be catering to at least 60 people. And one step at a time. I like can imagine the day na pagdating pa lang pa after no service. After nung no service siguro, Sheila, di ba? Pagbabaan nyo, pag uwi niyo, nakita nyo na, nakapila na sila. Or better yet, kasi every afternoon yung yung pila pa sa pantry, nakabang na sila dito. Waiting first, feeding first on the Word of God before they feed themselves physically. That thing won't happen if you won't be faithful with first the little things that God has entrusted in our life today. So first things first, God calls us to flourish. To flourish in spite of the outcomes that happens in our life. Secondly, what fear do you have today? The second fear that we have most likely is, I am too weak to battle against temptation. ko kaya. Tatlong beses pala ako nagdi-church, di ko kaya yan. Sigur, pag yung mga worship team sila, kaya nila yan. Pero ako, hindi ko kaya. Kaya, pasensya ka na, pastor, kung madami akong kasalanan, kasi hindi ko kaya ang homin eh. Sometimes we have a fear that we cannot handle it. But what does it mean to become faithful? Becoming faithful means that we That we are fleeing in spite of the attractiveness of sin. Sabi ko kanina, wala namang, namang kasalanan, wala namang temptation na pangit eh. But being faithful means saying no. That's something hard. As Christians, it's so hard to say no. Diba, pasto, malilit lang naman na kasalanan eh. Baka pwedeng kong pagbigyan. Hindi naman yun, hindi naman pumatay eh. Nagsinungaling lang ako, yung sinungaling ko nga, white lie eh. Diba in marriage, habi ko nga, in marriage, in marriage counseling, uh, being faithful, being a faithful spouse uh, doesn't necessarily mean that you're not looking at other women. Doesn't, doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that you're dating other men. Diba kasi usually, ganun yung, ganun yung focus if you're faithful. Dapat loyal ka, dapat stick to one. Di ba? Yun, yun yung focus niya Pero, um, one alarming thing that you should notice, that pag ito nangyayari na sa buhay ninyo, mag-asaw, then there's something wrong. When you start deleting messages, those are simple warnings. pagtingin mo, wala masama Then you have to check your heart. Unless talagang puno na talaga yung inbox mo, then pwede. But if you delete it purposely with the intention of your spouse or your better half not to read it, then there's something wrong in your relationship. Then you have to check your hearts yung simple bagay na pag-inisip mo eh. Basta malilit lang naman yung ginagawa ko eh. Hindi naman siya kasing sama ng ginagawa ng iba. Did you know that the Great Wall of China, if you've been to China, to those of you who've been to China, I'd love to be in China, di ba? If, if you're standing in the Great Wall of China, it's a big wall. Kasya po doon yung mga sasakyan. Miga, bira mo, diba? Grandia, kasya doon sa Great Wall of China. If you look at that wall, it's so huge na pagtingin mo, hindi pwede to, Hindi pwedeng pasukan eh. But did you know, back then, the Great Wall of China fell? It was invaded. You know how? Not by force. But they bribed the gatekeepers. You see, even to the simplest things, a big structure can fall. Kaya tayo mismo we should be very careful of the lives that we live. Now think about it just like Joseph. Di ba? Sin is sin. No matter how big, no matter how small, sin is sin. And when it comes to sin, flee away from it. Do not test it. Kasi pag sinubukan mo at nakipaglaho ka sa temptation, dun na pumapasok yung kasalanan. Flee from Temptation. First Corinthians 10.13 says, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, amen? And He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation, He will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. See, God would provide the way for you to escape it. But you have to identify first that temptation and decide to escape from that temptation. Mahirap pag sa'yo pa lang eh. Nakapag-decide ka na na subukan ko lang, Pastor. Now lang. This once then, I would ask for forgiveness. First John one nine. But when it comes to temptation, my brothers and sisters, What follows next will always be seen. So flee away from temptation. John Bunyan, temptation provokes me to look upward to God. There's one thing that temptation should do. It should switch your focus, Daisy. Not towards the temptation, but towards God. Kasi pag ganun, nagbabago na eh. Nagbabago na yung perspective. The more you look at temptation, the more it becomes enticing. Eh. But if you switch your attention and focus it all on God, then that's a different thing. You begin, you begin to look at your not look at your temptation and focus on God Himself. They focus on God. Faithful people flee away from temptation and focus their attention on God. Lastly, uh, one fear that we have to look upon is the fear uh, most of us Sigura, asking. Is that I can't fear God. I can't find God. I'm all alone. So, ang hirap, ang hirap hanapin o ang hirap, parang, pasto, hindi ko yata nararamdaman na si Lord. You ever feel that in your Christian walk? Don't worry, God, di kayo tumango eh. Matanyo pa lang eh, halata na. But once in your life, you began to question na, pa, talaga bang, paan layo ni Lord pagdating sa akin? At pagdating sa ibang tao, ang lapit. Bakit pa, pag ako lumalapit, eh, si Lord layo ng layo? Diba? Kung baka, lang natin. Or most of the time, we feel na, I can't find God. Pastor, paano ba? Paano mo ba communicate si Lord? How do you speak to Him? How does how do you hear from God? Yo, paano hindi ko naramdaman eh? And also. the most of us, this is one of our fears, that we fear that we are all alone. Na, wala na tayong kasama sa buhay. Oh, Joseph, after being wrongly accused by the wife of Potiphar, was thrown in jail. No, Bakang si Jesus, no, wala kang marinig na angal pagdating kay Joseph. Eh. He willfully obeyed God's will. Kung saan man siya, dinela go. You know why? Because he never felt alone. You always, paulit-ulit ulit, sinasabi sa passage of Scripture that the Lord was with Joseph. It was a constant reminder of who was with Joseph. And today, that reminder is the same thing. The Lord is with you, regardless of what situation you are in today. The Lord is with you. The Lord is not only with you in high times, in times of promotion, in times of joy, in times of plentiful, but even in low times in challenging times, in times of trials, the Lord is with you. And it, I'm a, you should draw so much encouragement with that statement. That regardless of the things that happens in my life, the Lord is with me. You see, when there is hope, you plano pasi Lord sa buhay ko today. So today, what are we supposed to do? we are supposed to persevere. It means being faithful, means persevering in spite of the tough situation. Everybody goes through a tough situation. Believe me, walang tao na nakopo dito na bumuhay nila cloud nine, bumuhay nila smooth sailing. You might look at people in church, yung ganda ng damit niya, gabi, pag pumasok siya, gabi, awokan niya eh, makaisipin niyo, and wala pinagdadaanan. But when you get to sit down with them and listen to their stories, you would wonder, Gabi na pagdaanan mo yon kinaya mo pala? Believe me, lahat tayo nagdadaan. There is no exception. Even a faithful man of God by the name of Joseph went through tough times, not just once, twice, thrice, over and over and over again. But you know what tough times did? It made him stronger. It made him rely more on God in his life. Diba ang ganda nun eh, kung talagang may pananampalataya kay Kristo eh, alam mong hindi pa tapos si Lord sa buhay mo eh, na mayroong happy ending at the end. So pag hindi pa happy ending, ibig sabihin, hindi pa end. You get it? Kung ano man nangyayari sa buhay niyo ngayon, panandalian lang yan. Because if you believe God in your life, and He has promised you a happy ending, paraphrased, Hindi pa hindi pa happy, hindi pa ending. Patuloy ka lang continue to persevere. Continue to hang on. Continue to be steadfast. Diba, no person who went to the gym, wala naman tao sa gym eh, one day pagkatas nagbuhat ng bakal, paglabas bato-bato na ng katawan. Di ba? Usually pag unang araw mo sa bib, sa, sa bar tuloy sa, sa unang araw mo sa sa gym, di ba? So pumped up ka pa, gusto mong gusto mong buhatin lahat eh, di ba? Wow. wow. Lahat eh, pag may nakita ko ng doon naman ako. Wow. wow. Tapos after after the date, ano mo? Ay. Okay. Ang Bak- sakit, hindi ko alam lahat lahat masakit, ayaw mo nang bumangon, di ba? Tuloy ta na, gym na ulit tayo. Ah, Ang dami kasing pinapagawa pa ni Mama eh. <laughs> after one day, ayaw mo na. Oh. pag tingin mo six pack. Di ba sa atin? Wapak lang. Six-pack. Ang ganda ng katawan. Di ba? Pag pinanood mo sa TV, wow, pang gusto ko sana gano'y yung katawan ko. Diba, Di mo alam yung pinagdahanan nila eh. You don't know how much they had to persevere and sacrifice in order to have that body that they have today. It means it means, it means, it means, it means discipline. It means sacrificing their time. It means na kahit gusto nilang sumuko, gusto nilang mag-extra-rise. No, no. ba? half rice but it meant for them to keep on going. Okay, before you say na sana, ganyan yung buhay ko, believe me, ask first their story. Ask what they had to go through in order for them to have what they have today. James 1, verse 2 to 3 says, Count it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you fall into various temptations, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. Let endurance have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, not lacking in nothing. James was saying, "Pagdating sa pagdating sa trial sa buhanyo, pagdating sa challenges, pagdating sa mga sakuna, takaheja, to count it all joy." Panghirap. Last week we talked about being joyful, that it's not based on our circumstance, it's not based on what's happening, it's not based on your money in your bank even james had to count it all joy why because these things that happens in your life would produce endurance would build up your faith would make you more like christ Even lord ayoko ng kung mas pa hindi ko kinaya even famous basketball player by the name of uh, michael jordan michael jordan i remember he had a quote that he said uh, uh, I've missed 9,000 shots. I think 9,000, 90,000 shots. 30 times I've been given the game-winning shot and I've missed. Over and over and over, I have failed. And that is why I succeed. When you look at Michael Jordan, wow, parang yung the goat, the goat, Siya yung talagang model when it comes to basketball. But this person had his fair, fair share of challenges in life. You think lahat ng game-winning siya pumasok pagdating kay Michael Jordan? Hindi. But those missed shots made him to who he is today. That he wouldn't be Michael Jordan kung lahat ng tira niya pumasok. Those little imperfections that we see in his life made him to who he is today. It made him a better person. I have to strive better. I have to shoot better. I have to practice more. You see what those trials are doing in your life? It makes you a better person. It makes you it makes you push yourself to the limit in order for the best you to come out. The best Beverly. Beverly 2.0. Carissa 2.0. Wow. Dave. Tuloy na natin to. Robert Schuller went on to say, "Tough times never last, but tough people do. Oh, everything will, everything won't last. This pandemic, it won't last. Kung ano man nyo? May hangganan din Tough times never last, but tough people do. Among you today are tough enough." to endure whatever the world is going to give you today. Amen? Be careful of what you ask for. Next gen, Pastor, pray nyo ako, ko na kaya. <laughs> 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 ano mo ko sayo? Tough people never laugh. <laughs> today, before we end, allow me to leave you with some personal reflections. A quote went on to say by David Wickerson, our faith is not meant to get us out of a hard place or change our painful condition. Parang ayoko na maging faithful. Pag gano'n, kaya ba kayo naging faithful? Parang maganda buhay? Nor for it to be smooth sailing. But David Wickersham went on to say that's not the use of faith, but rather it's meant to reveal God's faithfulness to us in the midst of our dire situation. Today we've been, we've been focusing faith in spite of fear. That despite the fears that we have in life, the fear of being alone, the fear of having no progress, the fear of not resisting temptation, But we are called to flourish, we are called to, uh, to flee, we are called to persevere. But the focus here on faith is not our faith. The focus here is on God's faithfulness in our life. Kaya tinawag na in spite of, it's because in spite of our faithfulness, unfaithfulness rather, in spite of my unfaithfulness, God is always faithful. We cannot be 100% faithful. But it's so good to know that in spite of my lack of my unfaithfulness, God will always be faithful. That he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. God would remain the same, that he would remain the same true to his promises. And that's something to hold on to. That's some, that, that's the real model of what being faithful is all about. That at times you lack, that at times you become not faithful, look at towards the person who is always faithful you to be encouraged, allow you to hold on again to Him. Today, in spite of our unfaithfulness, God is always faithful. Allow me to leave you with this passage of Scripture from Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 9. Know this, remember this, He is the faithful God who keeps His covenant for a thousand years. Generations. God is faithful. God will always be faithful in our life. Today, we can be faithful because of what God has done on the cross. Today, before we pray and minister to one another, Allow these words to find a place in your heart today. Allow you to constantly think of that phrase that He is a faithful God who keeps His covenant for a thousand generations. When it comes to definitely, we would fail not only one another, but we would fail God over and over again. But it's so good to know that we serve a God who is faithful and who will always be faithful in our lives today. I invite you all to bow your heads for a couple of seconds today. As we reflect on God's word for us today, and what it means to be faithful Being faithful means flourishing, growing in spite of the outcomes that come in our life. Being faithful the little things that God has entrusted to us. As we look at our current situation today, God whispers to our hearts, Grow. Continuously continue. flourish. Hindi pa tapos sa buhay being faithful means fleeing away. From temptation, not playing around, not testing, but escaping and resisting it. Today, God has promised us in His Word Being faithful means persevering in spite of tough situations. Today you are listening to this message sitting here today because you have persevered. Because one way or another in this journey that we call life, you have survived and will continue to survive. despite the discouragement, the challenges, the tragedies, the trials that you experience every day, continue to stand up, continue to focus on God, continue to have faith that He who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. Father, in spite of our unfaithfulness, you will always, you will always be faithful. pray. Heavenly Father God who is good and who is faithful we come before you today remembering of the things that you have done in our past believing that a God who was faithful before is the same God who is faithful today And a God who will always be faithful as we look to our future which is uncertain Father today allow faith to arise in our hearts allow us to be faithful That as we continuously focus on you not on our situation. Father, we thank you that you have called us to be faithful. Today, O Lord, we entrust the outcome to you. That you know what's best for us. That in due time, we would understand the things that are happening in our life. Father, continuously move in our life, malit or malaki. We thank you for your hand in our life. We thank you that Hindi nyo kami pinabayan that amidst this pandemic, we thank you for our health. We thank you for the security. We thank you for that breakthrough. We thank you for that overflow that comes from you. Father, today, may we excel in everything that comes in our life. May we continuously be the head and not the tail. May we be the lender and not the borrower. May we continuously be the salt and light this city. May more and more people come to know you through our lives. Father, use us. Use us mightily. Today, O Lord, sa buhay ng bawat isa na nakikinig today, Pray for your hand to be upon them. I pray that you continuously lift them up to whatever situation they are in today, whether it be whether it be a problem in their health, a problem in their relationship, a struggle in their finances, a personal issue that they're wrestling with. I pray that you hold their hand, lift them up, encourage them, and assure them that you are with them. Father, today, in the name of Jesus, I declare healing to those who need healing. I declare financial breakthrough. I declare peace in their hearts. I declare restoration and broken relationships. I declare in Jesus' name that they become whole again. Father, today, we thank you. We thank you for today's reminder. We thank you for the life of Joseph. Father, today, we claim on all the promises that we have heard today. Father, today, may we joyfully and faithfully apply all this in our life. Father, today, we honor you, we give you thanks. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. So why don't we give the Lord the loudest clap offering that we can give? So before we end, may I invite you all to stand up as we end in a word of prayer. So again, if you wish to support the ministry that God has given to us, yan, uh, at the end of the service, and a basket is located near the entrance of the hall. So if you wish to just give whatever, yan, you may drop it there. And to, later, if you want to join, you know our community pantry at three o'clock. Let us know on if you want to be part of it. Uh, truly, we are blessed to become a blessing, and a heart that beats for Jesus beats for others. So before we end, kanang kamay sa ting mapuso, and repeat after me. I am blessed, I am favored, I am loved, I am a child of God. So one more time, let's mean it. I am blessed, I am favored, I am loved, I am a child of God. Let's raise our hands to the heavens as we pray. Heavenly Father, God of peace, God of love, God who will always be faithful, we thank you for today's service, we thank you for your word. I pray that the love of God, the abounding grace of His Son, Jesus, and the constant fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord, and all of God's children would say, Amen and Amen. God bless. See you next Sunday.